I didn't. I didn't want you to make. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't want you to laugh or anything. I was just gonna like subtly just leave it in there. What was I supposed to do? <laughs> You've been with me a long time. You should know about all of them. I mean, count them one, two, three. Welcome to the Laugh and Be Blessed podcast with your hosts Jake Rubel and Chia, also Rubel. Yes. Is your new middle name? Also. Yeah, your name's Chia. Also. Oh. My middle name's The. Jacob The Rubel. I always wondered. Ossel. Ossel? <laughs> I was hoping you wouldn't know. Ossel. Ossalot. Also. Ossalot I was... I feel like... No. I feel like you're mm-hmm. saying the fact that my last name is Rubel, I'm just an afterthought. Like, uh, You're an sure. after Rubel. Sure, she could be a Rubel. No, you weren't the originator. I made you what you are. <laughs> <laughs> you said Ossalot, and it made me uh, think of... Did you ever play Metal Gear Solid growing up? No. Don't say it like <laughs> don't don't say it like no, that. No, don't you say it as know if like this. I what? feel like we've talked about this before. I don't know, but there I was, know you played it a lot. Yeah. There's just like, a bad guy named Ocelot, and I th- always thought that was the coolest name of a villain ever. Ocelot. Yeah, dude, it was so cool. <laughs> So, welcome to the Laugh and Be Blessed podcast, where uh, we do things that will make one of us laugh, some of you laugh, some of you tune us out, some of you never listen again, some of you will subscribe, some of you will leave reviews, and uh, in all of that, someone's going to get blessed, <laughs> you know? It's, we don't someone know. out there. We don't know who it's going to be. Someone it could be anyone. There. It could be you. <laughs> What's up? What's up? How are you doing? Um, so-so. Yeah? Yeah. Sammy? Huh? What'd you just say? Sammy? Sammy Sammy Sosa. Sosa. Oh, okay. I got it. (laughs) Good joke, Dad. (laughs) You're just like, what'd you say to me? (laughs) Like, you're like, that's not my name. (laughs) Oh, it's fun. It's fun to laugh. It is. Um, you, you've had a fun day. We'll get into that in a little bit. Um, You know what we should talk about? What? I have a a show coming up. Do you really? I don't know. (laughs) That's the issue. So for anyone listening that that really wanted to come to one of the shows that I've been talking about, um, my show with Andy Beningo that was up in Mishawaka was unfortunately we had to cancel because of a snowstorm. And then the show that I was supposed to be on in Evansville last Friday, unfortunately I also was not able to make that. So, um, neither one of the shows last week I was supposed to go to, I went to, but, you know, it's part of it. Yeah. It's just part of it. I'm doing my best. I'm just out here, you know? But, uh, guess what? Thursday, February 25th, I will be in Owensboro, Kentucky. Okay. Opening for Dave Dugan. Okay. And, you know, I think that'll actually happen. No, it will for sure. Because the just weather seems yeah. a lot better. Wetter? Wetter? <laughs> See? That's what happens no, no, when no, you no, make no. fun of me. No, you didn't yeah. let me finish. Mm-hmm. It's wetter outside <laughs> because the snow's melting. You're and such a liar. No, that's what I was gonna. Sure. No, that's the where it's gonna go with it. That's the words I was saying. No, it didn't. You didn't let me finish. Mm-mm. So wetter outside <laughs> is flightful. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! I you know it's funny that Karma. we it's funny that we we've been hanging out, and for some reason I still missed you. 
Aww. Like, I like doing this. I miss you. I hear a ringing. I hear Do you hear that? What is that? Do I have a tumor? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I I don't know what it could be. Yeah, it's probably just something on in here. Like, I know we shut... Is that... No? I don't know what it is. It doesn't matter. Uh, We're very professional in this studio that we have. So, you guys, just rest assured, it's a very, very well-produced show. Chia yawns a lot. (laughs) I'm tired. Well, uh, you know, I'm sorry about that. Uh, let's, uh, it is your fault. Let's, let's talk a little bit about what we've been doing. Okay. You want to talk about what we've been yeah. up to? Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's do that. Let's talk about, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and talk yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've been, uh, I think we talked about it last week. Yeah, we've been rewatching all the Friday the 13th movies. Yeah. Some of them for Chia's very first time. Yes. Uh, we last night we watched Freddy versus Jason, we were which supposed to watch Jason X. So okay. Chi has still not seen Jason X. Yeah, it's you, you okay. can't stream it anywhere, and I couldn't even buy it on Amazon to stream. I think I could have probably bought it on like YouTube or something. But you can buy things on YouTube. It's weird, man. YouTube's like, oh, we'll get in the game, and I'm like, stick to me putting stuff on your platform. <laughs> like, let's not look at real movies on there. Then no one's gonna watch I us. It was seriously all free stuff. No. And oh. and also, they're always trying to get me. So I um I thought about subscribing to the, like the YouTube thing because you know whenever you get on there and it's like you want to subscribe to not see ads. No. Okay, so you can subscribe. Basically, if you uh, pay a subscription for YouTube, yeah, you don't have ads anymore. Oh. So it's like premium. Okay. Well, I can see that. Sure. And I watch YouTube probably more than anything. Yeah. At least right now. So I was like, oh, yeah, that's a good deal. I'm sick of these ads. I don't want to, because I never watch any of them. Mm-hmm. They're not for me. I don't care about them. And it's $20 a month. Oh. I was like, no, YouTube. <laughs> I'm not paying you $20 a month to watch this guy feed his raccoon scraps. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I will. I mean, that's chips. true. Yeah, he just opened their fresh chip bags. Uh, so. We've been watching Friday the 13th. We watched Freddy vs. Jason last night. Now, here's a question for you, because Friday the 13th is my favorite slasher franchise. Yes. Always has been. Yeah. I think it probably always will be. It's only rivaled by Scream. Okay. Um, so I've seen all of them. Mm-hmm. I've, now, I've not seen the remake with Sam Winchester. Yeah. I've not seen that one yet, um, but we're, we'll watch that probably tonight. Okay. What's your favorite one so far? Um, honestly, Freddy versus Jason. Yeah? Yeah. Although, so I'm not going to watch the Nightmare on Elm Streets. They scare me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do it. That's why Freddy versus Jason I can watch because, well, if you've seen it, you know. They're actually fighting each other. So. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> well, I mean, but you do realize that people die. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean. Okay. No. No, you're good. I'll keep saying. your logic. I like it. <laughs> Whatever gets you watching them. I don't know. Like, as I was saying that, I was like, why am I talking her out of doing the thing I wanted her to do? And then, but then last night, I dreamt about Freddie and Jason all night. And if you've listened to the podcast before, they were just dreams. They weren't good dreams. They weren't bad dreams. They were dreams. Because a dream is like... <laughs> <laughs> We've literally been arguing about this since we said that on the podcast. <laughs> So you didn't have a nightmare? No. So you just had a dream about it. I him. just had a dream. Okay. The opposite of a nightmare. 
No, it's not the opposite of a nightmare. What's the opposite of a nightmare? I told you that before. What's the opposite of a nightmare? I don't know. Whatever is better than a good dream. Because, no, you can't go the opposite. You have good dream and bad dreams. The complete opposite. Don't hit the table. It didn't do anything. (laughs) A nightmare... It's like you move what, up You're a holding your hands down as if you, you have a book before you. No, okay. That you're opening up to it. reveal to me. I look at it like you it's on, on a scale. You look on it? Look on that no, book. stop. I look at it like it's on a scale. Okay, okay. okay. So imagine you have a scale. There's a line. Mm-hmm. And dead center is dream. Now, to the right of dream is good dream. To the left is bad dream. You go down one more to the left and you have nightmare. No, but see, I think it's like this. Up, no, 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 no. You're wanting to backtrack back to dream for opposite of nightmare, and it makes no sense. Okay, hear me out then. Okay. There's two scales. Okay. There's the dream scale mm-hmm. and a nightmare scale. And on the dream scale, you're right. There's dream in the middle, and then on one side is good dream, on the other side is bad dream. And then on nightmare, there's also a scale. So you have your regular nightmare in the middle, and then you have one that's like, it, that's a nightmare, but it wasn't like scary. It was just I showed up to school naked, like that kind of nightmare. And then on the other end of it, it's Freddy Krueger no. nightmare. No, 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 no. no. Showing so up I'm, to school naked is a bad dream. It's not a nightmare. It's just a bad dream. It depends on how good you look without clothes on. <laughs> for you, no. yeah, for you, no. it would just for you, it's a great dream. You're just like I get to show it off. People get to see me now. For me, I'm like, oh no, because that's how I would feel. You know. In the real world, I would be more embarrassed to go somewhere naked than you would be. You'd be like, oh, forgot my clothes. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. So, but I'm trying to say that we're both right. No. Yes, there's two scales. There's no world where we're both right unless there's you're two agreeing scales. with me. I don't know why I can't have my own scale. Uh, because it doesn't exist. But yours doesn't exist mine, because you're saying that there's dream. No, you're saying that logic. there's dream and then you're saying on this side is oh good God. dream and this side is bad dream. But Google. then there's also nightmare. Okay, why didn't my voice change to that? Because that's the way you act. You condescending freak. <laughs> <laughs> I was cond- I was condescending you. <laughs> I'm, I'm it. looking it up right now. Of course she is, because that's what she has to do. Because it's like, oh, it's time to do a podcast. Better get out the old trusty <laughs> phone and start Googling things, because that's what makes for great radio. Well, regardless, you're wrong, and I'm right. What Did you just Google the opposite of um, nightmare? Yeah. And what's it say? Dream? Fantasy. Hmm. Fantasy comes close... As an opposite of nightmare, but it can also be a part of a daydream. So. But they're also saying that dream and nightmare are two different things. I don't know. I do agree with that. Fantasy. Yeah. I like that. Okay, so the opposite of a nightmare is a fantasy. fantasy. And somewhere between is dream. And, and what? Somewhere in between nightmare and fantasy is dream. Dream, yeah. So you okay. have dream, and then on either side you have bad dream good dream and then you go up one more and you have nightmare fantasy well, I, I can get behind that all right thank you yeah all so right. it's what we both said no <laughs> <laughs> so you think that freddy versus jason's your favorite one yes i think that freddy versus jason had the best uh story yeah and probably the best acting yeah, for sure the best, best acting. acting yeah so i do agree with that uh the first one's still my favorite yeah I don't know if it's my favorite, but the first one's definitely, in my opinion, the best one because of what it did. Yeah. Because people were like, wait, what? Yeah. So I like that aspect of okay. it. So 
But um, but yeah, that's great. So we've been, so we're we're almost done with them. We have one more Friday the Thirteenth to watch, I think, and then technically Jason X. Yeah. Because I think that's the, the next one's the last one, right? I think so. We'll figure it out for sure. And I've also been watching all the Nightmare on Elm Streets, but I've just been doing that on my own. Uh, yeah. Because you know, I no peer pressure. It's fine if you don't want to watch it. I've already watched them. Yeah, so that's fine. Um, you've not watched the new one though, I'm and that's what I'm about to watch now because that's where that. I'm at now. Not now. Not now, what? No, 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 not no. this second. Tomorrow I'm doing night. a podcast. You'll do it tomorrow night. Yeah, while I'm you're at work. Here. Yeah, I don't get scared. Um, you say you will or you won't? You don't even know. I said I will. You will. <laughs> uh, will you I get won't. scared like when you no. watch Pet Cemetery? No, that freaked me out. That freaked me out on a different level. Here's you the thing. you have little boys that you don't want to murder you? Yes. And I was in the living room and it was... No, 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 no. That one freaked me out. What, the one that scared me, though, was that Netflix show that I watched. Remember? No. Oh, what the haunting of? Uh, oh, what was it called? The haunting of Hill House. Yeah, yeah. that was one of the best net. That, that I think it's good. a Netflix original. I watched That's that so good. whole thing in one night. Like, so did you I. Went somewhere. No, uh, no, no. You went to work. <laughs> you watched it at work. No, I didn't. Yeah, you quit your job. No. Sit outside. <laughs> you went up to Fort Wayne, I think, and you did a show, and then you yeah. stayed in the hotel. Yeah. Yep. And I was like, oh, I got a, a night to myself. Um, sure, I'll start watching this show. And I finished it about an hour before Jake came home in the morning. Yeah. It was good. Like the sun was up. If you've not seen, if you like creepy things, there, yeah. it wasn't like a horror. Yeah. I, w- I wouldn't call it, it was creepy. I guess it would technically be. I think it's a horror show. Yeah, I guess. No, it just, the, it wasn't like, it was. It's it's not like murdery or anything like that. It's just a really good mystery. Mm-hmm. It's like the whole time you're like, what is happening? And then whenever you watch the last episode, you're like, what? Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. So good. So um, that one freaked me out because mm-hmm. I was by myself in the living room. And for whatever reason, the living room freaks me out more. Why? I don't know. Because. It's so open. There's more, Yeah. There's more doors. You know, in here, if something comes in, you know, I got it. I know yeah. what's going on around me. But in there, anything's possible. Anything. It's a different world. It's a different house. Well, if you're sitting against the wall by the kitchen, mm-hmm. which is where have, I was, you have the upstairs landing that you can't, can't see, see if anything's up there. Anything could be up there. But then if you sit on the other couch, the window's right behind you. I ain't doing that. So I want to. I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> so then, uh, so we watched that, and you know, we'll get into my mental health in a little bit because. Uh, I have still been in a weird place, but I decided that I was going to watch Freaks and Geeks mm-hmm. because we talked about, you okay? What are you yeah, doing? Yeah, I'm looking at something. Uh, Calm down. <laughs> I'm looking at something like, weird on my body. It's it's like you're like going under the table there. You're freaking me out. <laughs> well, I uh, we talked about James Franco last week and it made me want to watch Freaks and Geeks, so I watched the entire run, which is one, one season, season yeah. of Freaks and Geeks in like two days, I think, so... It's very good. I think I'm getting a cold. Are you? I think so. Well, I feel be. fine. Maybe. But I just feel like... Feel fine? Yeah, feel fine. <laughs> I feel fine. And then uh, after that, I was like, oh, man, I really liked watching that show that was like taking me back to a different time. I really enjoyed that. And uh, two things happened. Number one, I decided I was going to start watching Wonder Years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never watched every episode. Yeah. I watched it a lot when it was on TV with my mom. I really, really loved it whenever it was on TV. And uh, 
I think like two years ago I started to watch them, and then I got to the third season and just stopped. So I picked back up where I left off. I'm just going to watch the rest See, of them See, all now. those shows. Like, I got to watch a lot whenever <coughs> I was at... <laughs> I was at my grandma's or my aunt's because we didn't, by the time I was six, we took TV away in quotation marks. We had a TV in the house, but we could only watch movies and play video games on it. We had no cable, satellite, anything like that. Mm, so yeah, I had a, when I was at their house, I could watch it, but not. Yeah, I love, I love The Wonder Years. It's, it's a very good show. Yeah. And I like that I'm watching it right now because it's just, it's nice to. Kind of go back. The thing is, is two things. Uh, one, like I said, I've been watching the Wonder Years after Freaks and Geeks. Two, whenever we we were watching Freaks and Geeks, I told you I was like, why isn't there like? I said we have this show about the '80s, and then like uh, Goldberg does the '80s. It's like, when are we gonna get a '90s show? Yeah. But there's uh, a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> we were just alive then. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, when are we gonna get a show? It's like the '90s style. You mean like Boy Meets World. Yeah, or uh, my so-called life. Yeah, I felt like that was the I most. I never watched that. I actually got ABC the ABC app just to start watching it, but oh, then really? I started watching the Wonder Years instead because ABC app has ads. Uh, I don't want to watch commercials. Yeah. I'm I'm just ruined. I don't want to watch them. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, I've been watching Wonder Years, and then um the the funny I think I like watching Wonder Years because the dad on the show is just a jerk. <laughs> But you never remember him being a jerk because he was yeah. just a normal dad. Yeah. But I'm just like, oh, okay, so I'm a pretty good dad. <laughs> like I'm, 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 I'm doing, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right as far as the whole dad was thing goes. Was that set in the '80s or the '70s? '70s. Uh, Wonder Years. '60s into the '70s. Okay. It was like it started off in Viet, like uh, the Vietnam War, because Winnie Cooper's brother dies right, in the Vietnam right, War, right. like the first episode, uh, or first couple episodes, whatever. Yeah. So. Uh, then we watched, we just watched, we're caught up in WandaVision now. Yes. Uh, Such a good show. We won't talk about it because it's hard to talk about WandaVision without giving any spoilers and I would hate to just be that it. jerk. Just it's It's really good. Give it a chance. And if you're one of these people that says, oh man, I just couldn't get into it. Give it a shot. Yeah. And just watch every episode. It's only seven episodes right now and there's only two more left and, the, and it's yeah. done. Just watch it. It's nine episodes. Yeah. Yeah. What were you going to say? I don't know. Cool. <laughs> All right, so WandaVision's great, and then uh, I I have a confession to make. Oh, uh, did you TV cheat on me? No. Oh, okay. Uh, I was just gonna say I'm not a fan of anime. Yeah. I feel like most people probably think that I would like anime. Really? For, I don't know. I don't know. But I don't like it. I don't like it. But Chris Lunsford is a very good friend of mine who loves anime. Mm-hmm. And he just, it's not that he loves anime, he just loves good stories. Right. So he doesn't care what it is. And yeah. I agree with that. I think it's a great idea. I could just, for whatever reason, I feel like I always associated anime with, with the things that I just didn't like. Mm-hmm. But there's some really crappy anime, and it turns out there's some really great anime. Mm-hmm. So we just watched a movie called Ponyo. I did like it. I don't like anime at all, but I did like that. It was really, really pretty. It was uh, the the weirdest story. Yeah. But like done in a way. So it's it's done by Studio Ghibli, which is owned by Disney, I believe, and they're basically like the Disney of anime. I feel like Mm -hmm. it's it's a. So here's here's the weird thing though. I don't know why why I would like this movie because it's beautiful and everything. The movie is about a goldfish. A magic goldfish turning into a five-year-old girl who falls in love with a five-year-old boy 
And in order for the balance of the world to be restored, he has to prove his love to her. I'm, I'm almost wondering, though, if because it was originally done in Japanese, mm-hmm. if when it's translated to English, the story comes off a little different. I mean, maybe, but I doubt That's it. what I was watching because, I mean, it's not like... It's not romantic in any way. No, no, which but would it's, make it really but, weird. I so mean, I'm they like, kiss in the end, and they're like, "Yeah, we're like, I love you," and he's like, "I love you too," and then they kiss, and it's like, she's a real girl, and I'm just like, "This is it's they're five, they're five yeah. years." So you're watching a love story of five year olds, and it's only okay because it's a cartoon. Yeah. Like, could you imagine a live action version of that movie? No, but like I said, like while I was watching, I was seeing that. But at the same time, I was like, but if it's if I was watching it in the original Japanese, like if I knew Japanese, right? And the culture's different. What yeah. if it's just like instead of being like, oh, they're in love, it's like they're betrothed now. They're or or not even that. Like, I want to be a real person, and you're my best friend, and. And I just want to live with you and your mom. I mean, she kisses him at the end, but again, it's not a romantic kiss. I mean, I it's guess, yeah, a, I guess that's true. So it could be. I don't know enough about Japanese culture to know if that's normal. Like some cultures, it's completely normal to give each other a kiss on the cheek or something whenever you see each other. So I don't know. Yeah. No, I think that's it's a great... That's what I'm curious a, about is if, if I watched it in the original Japanese, if it would mean something a little different to you're me. You're going to have to learn Japanese just to do it. I could just befriend someone who's Japanese. I think it's a good idea. That'd be easier. Do you think that this movie opened you up to watch more anime? No. You, like you're done? You won't watch another one? No. I mean, if you turn on in front of me, yeah. But I've watched a lot of Pokemon, too. It doesn't mean I choose to watch Pokemon. It's just the people I'm in the living room with, that's what they choose. See, so I feel like your mindset is where mine was, though. Because you're like, Pokemon's anime, so I hate anime. Because I hate Pokemon. Okay, I could go with Yu-Gi-Oh. There's a lot of anime. Holden likes anime. Yeah, but the one we just watched was really, really good. It was, but that doesn't mean they're all going to be good. No, but just because some are bad doesn't mean they're all going to be bad, so why not give it a shot? I just said, if I'm not going to ever choose to turn on, but if you do, I'll, I'll be like, yeah, sure, I'll Who watch do? it. You do. Do what? Remind, Remind me of the babe. babe. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. so the, uh, Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll watch. I'll wait a while, and then we'll watch Howl's Moving Castle. Okay. Those are the only two anime movies I've really watched. Okay. But we'll watch those. There's a couple shows that I've watched, too, that are okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I've watched some of Trigon. And I kind of like that. And then there's another one called Cowboy Bebop that's pretty cool. But I just feel, I wish I would have watched him when I wasn't sober. That would have probably helped. Yeah, like I, I just, I, I, I think that if I just would have been on, you know, drugs, <laughs> it'd be better. Uh, so we've been, you're killing it on your book. I am. You, I'm I thought, done. I thought you'd be done tonight. Well, if I didn't watch the TV and movies with me earlier. Right. So I have I have probably about 50 pages left of Being Mortal and then um Underground Railroad Yeah, Underground Railroad. I have I don't know, maybe an hour and a half left of the audiobook. Okay. That takes me a little longer cuz I I only listen to it in the car. And there's just sometimes where I can't concentrate enough to listen to a book because I'm driving at the same mm-hmm. time. So I'm just like, yeah, Ugh. But. um, yeah, I've, I'll probably get some reading in on Thursday because I mean that's gonna be seven hour or like maybe not seven, probably like five and a half six hour round trip yeah. to that show. So I could probably get an entire audio book in that time. Yeah, I'll either finish this tonight, my um, 
being mortal, or I'll finish it tomorrow. Yeah, you still liking it a lot? Yeah, oh, I love it. Good. It's such a good book. Well, you know, thanks, Danielle. Good yeah, job. thank you, Danielle. You know her. Um, <laughs> I've been I've, I've been reading, I'm still reading uh, Ready Player Two. I'm very excited about it. Yeah. I'm happy where it's at. That was a great gift. Thank you very much. Yeah. I love where I'm You're at in welcome. it. I think I'm like... I just know you. I'm a little... I think I'm 200 and like 15 pages into it or something like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm somewhere around in there, but it's really good. I'm a little past halfway now, mm -hmm. so I'll finish it this week and then move on to my next one. I think I'm going to read. I'm going to finish Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy next. Okay, you can I'm work on that for a minute. Yeah, I'm pretty close. I'm, I'm going to try to finish up some books that I've been kind of messing with. Yeah. I've just been, pl I've you're, been you're, flirting you're not, with them. Yeah, you've not been trying to read more than one book like you were there for a while. Yeah, I was just, I'll like open it up and read like 50 pages of a book and then put it down and then pick it up. I see how you can do that because I'm between this audiobook and then my actual physical book right now. And I'll be on my break at work and I'll go sit in the car and I'll listen to Underground Railroad. And then I'll go in and work and, you know, maybe two, three hours later I'll take a 15 minute before I do my, you know, last bit of morning stuff. And so I'll read Being Mortal. And the first few lines, I almost get confused because I'm like, wait, where, uh, where because were they you're... running away to? Uh, I thought, oh, wait, totally different book. Like, you get I get mixed confused. Up. For whatever reason, I don't. I don't know why. I don't know why I can do that. I can just pick up, like, um, I'm reading a Western and I'm reading that one probably the slowest. Mm -hmm. It's just like I'll pick it up for like 10 pages of it and then put it down. And every time I pick it up, I know exactly what's going on. That's I don't know. Crazy. Well, I did the same thing with uh, that Stephen King book. I didn't read it for two years. Yeah. And then I finished it. Uh, Fellowship took me a long time. And even that one, I would start to read it again. And I wasn't trying to read in anything in between. When I'd start reading it again, I'd have to remember... Oh, yeah, this is what happened before. Yeah. So what did you say you're going to read after this one, though? Because you're almost done. Um, what are you going to read next? A Man Called Ove. Okay. I don't really know a lot about it, but Danielle gave me that one, too. And then I don't know what I'm going to read after that. Um, so I, like I said, I had um, 15 books is my goal. And I kind of wrote down on a piece of paper in like a... 3 by 5 grid, all the books I wanted to read this year, like my to-be-read list. Mm -hmm. And I have a couple of free spaces, so I don't know if I'm going to pick a book on my to-be-read list. Can I, pick, can I pick one for your one of your free spaces that sure. I think you'll like? I promise I'll pick one that I think you'll okay. like. Okay, yeah. Nice. I yeah. like that. Let's do one for me. Let's do a grid okay. for me. Okay. I, to I told you to do one. Yeah, I know. Let's do it. Okay, Let's we'll do, do it. it. Let's What's do your it right goal now. this year? I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, probably 30. Is that what you're It's what it is year? every year, okay. yeah. I think last year I fell short, but so the year before I did that. 32, we so can, I called it a wash. We can do a, uh, like a five by six grid for you, and we'll write in all the books you've already Look how quick you just did math. With, uh, I mean, it's pretty easy. It's like five, one, two, five by six. That's good. <laughs> you're just right there on it. Man, you're good. Were, yeah. you, were, you, were you a mathlete? No, Did I they wasn't. have mathletes in your school? Yeah, I I was on the um. Don't don't ruin my love for you. <laughs> what? Do it. Go ahead, tell me. What was it? What what were we? Oh, the academic bowl. I was on the social studies team for a hot minute. For a hot minute. Yeah. Like a hot minute. A hot like minute. the hottest minute of your yeah. life. It was in like seventh grade. 
Um, I also tried the spell bowl, which I don't know why. It's I was always like so pressured because teachers would like have trouble finding people to like be on these teams, and I'd be like, okay, fine, I'll do it. And then I wasn't ever good at it. It's the same thing like in church for um, Bible quizzing, like. Every year that they would do Bible quizzing, I'm like, I'm not going to do it this year. I don't really study. Like, I, I just don't have... You just to. fill in a seat. Yeah. And then, like, the literally, it'd be like Sunday night, they needed whoever was going to join to pay. And I'd be like, fine, I'll do it. <laughs> and so, like, we're getting ready to leave church, and I'd go to my mom and be like, Mom, can you go give them money? I want to join Bible quizzing. There was things about Bible quizzing I absolutely loved. I loved all the trips we took. I loved sitting in the back, uh, listening to music with just, Mindy Morris. Just not the quizzing part <laughs> but was fun. No, the quizzing part. Quiz Bible quiz would be great listen, if it wasn't for all the Bibles. Listen, it didn't end because even as an adult, when I was pregnant with Roman, I somehow ended up being the Bible quizzing coach. Yeah, which is hilarious. Which I only had three people. Mm-hmm. You need at least three people. No, you need at least two people for a team. And one of them quit, so I was like, fine, I have two people left. And then I come to practice one day, and only one of them shows up, and I'm like, oh, we're so-and-so. And she goes, well, didn't they tell you she had to quit the team? I'm like, okay, well, then we can't have a yeah, team. Yeah, we don't have a team then. Yeah, it's just you, kid. Yeah, we can't so, do this. But no one had told me. Like, yeah. I guess this had happened days before, and I show up at church, and I, like, I'm pregnant with Roman, and I have two little kids at home, and I'm like, somebody tell me. Yeah, like, I didn't want to do this. So you did So you did Bible quizzing. You did, what would you say, the uh, Social Studies Bowl? It, it was the Academic Bowl, and I was academic on the bowl. Social Studies team, yeah. And then you did Spell Bowl a little yeah. bit? You know, the, the funny thing, I never did any of those bowls, but I did a lot of bowls <laughs> in high school. Like, I had a lot of bowls in high school. None I might of have them. done that once. I did None a lot of, of cereal bowls. <laughs> a lot of cereal bowls. A lot of cereal bowls. Mine was packed with something else, kid. I might have done that once. Oh, well, Maybe. you know, whatever, good for you. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, that's the, you know, that's the books. That's the books. Let's, ch- <laughs> let's check in. Let's check in on our mental health. Okay. You know, I think this is something we should do. Somebody, uh, I've received a it's few okay. messages. Thank you for the emails and the uh, the Facebook messages I've received from you guys who like whenever I get real about kind of like where we're at mentally and stuff like that. This is going to go into the um, topic, of our, topic of our show, too. Oh, so, cool. Yeah. Um, the topic of the show is a surprise. <laughs> I, I told Chia to... to Come up with it, and then I told her not to tell me. It's so I don't. more on a serious note. There's funny stuff involved in it, but that's fine. It's the blessing part. We got to get blessed. Um, yeah. So thank you for everybody who messaged and was just like, "Hey, I really enjoy that." Uh, so we're gonna do a little check in on our mental health. I'm doing better. I would say I'm 75% better. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've gotten past the depression part, really, I feel like. I'm still having some anxiety, and the issue with having anxiety is anxiety usually makes me angry. Yeah. Um, You're very, you got a short fuse. Yeah, I'm just, I can't, it's because I can't really process stuff. So mm-hmm. when, like, if any obstacle comes up while I'm having kind of, like, anxiety, I don't know how to deal with it properly, so I just retreat or freak out. Yeah. Um. So that's kind of where I'm at now, which is good because that means I'm getting through it. I'm getting out of it. I have been going out more, which is nice. 
I went to my friend's house Friday. Went to and hung out with uh, Chris and Jeremy and and Doyle. And, you know, my friends. We went and hung out and and just we didn't play any games or anything like we really had planned on. We ended up just really hanging out and mm-hmm. talking about a lot of different things. And one thing that did come up multiple times was how. I've been feeling because yeah. they listened to the podcast. They were just kind of like, how, you know, how you've been feeling as far as like your depression goes and stuff, which is good. That's, yeah. that's nice. I, I like that. I have well, friends that check in on things me. Things like this should be open and out there. Just yeah, so... don't be embarrassed about no. it. Like we all go through it. And that was one of the messages somebody sent me was like, he said that it really meant a lot to him to hear me talk like this because he just assumed that I was somebody who just had it all together. Mm. He was like, you just seem like someone who oh you just goodness. got it all together. How did you, we oh, I know. I was people. like, gotcha. <laughs> you know, because I was like, dude, not at all. And um, But it was, you know, I think it was nice for him to be like, oh, this is somebody that I thought was, because he only sees me at shows. Yeah. You know, so he only sees me whenever I'm getting going stage or afterwards or anything. bedroom with the... Five laundry baskets full of clean clothes, you would not think we have it all together. <laughs> no. And I say I'll do some tonight. I won't. No, me neither. I, I do don't, need I'm to throw a load in because the boys have no clean socks. And if they're going to school tomorrow. Yeah, we gotta, We definitely have to make sure we take care of the sock <laughs> situation. So mentally, I feel like I'm doing a lot better. Um, it comes in waves. Some days are better than others. Like I'll have a day where I just feel good. I mean, Friday... Uh, my buddy Stevie came over, Stevie P, he was here almost all day with me. That I mean, was it was we all day. Breakfast burritos? Yeah, the, oh, delicious. So we watched good. We watched Wonder Years together and then Jeopardy and a bunch of YouTube videos <laughs> and just talked about growing up. And and then, like, he kind of blew my mind because he's like, yeah, dude, we've been friends since I was, like, nine years old. And I was like, no, man, we were older than that. And he's like, you're older than me. He's like, you're older than me by a couple years. But, like... He, I thought that we became friends later in life. Yeah. Like, not like late, later in life. Right. But he's like, no, dude, like I was eight, maybe nine years old whenever we became friends. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, well, that's kind of cool. So I really think as far as like people that are in my life, like actively in my life, Mm -hmm. I think Steven's my oldest friend. Yeah. That's. I think so. Kind of cool. Yeah. So I have a childhood friend that I'm still close with. That's awesome. Real neat. Real neat. Real, real neat. Real, real neat. So we had a good time, and then um, that helped a lot. And then going over to Chris's that night really helped out a lot. And then Saturday, um, Saturday we had a couple friends come over. Uh, Sarah, Our friends Sarah and Jeff, they came over, and we played some board games and um, really just beat Chia a lot. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> I just want to make you feel better, so you're welcome. I appreciate that. So it, it was just nice. It's just nice, like, being around, forcing myself to be around people. Mm-hmm. Because that's the biggest thing with me is whenever I get in these moods, I shut everyone out. Like, I'll, yeah. I just stay home. And then I don't want to be around anyone. And then you end up feeling worse because you feel isolated. Yeah. Because you've isolated yourself. 100%. It's like a self-preservation thing, which I think is good at first to be like, no, I just, I need my own time. But then you can You do get it. comfortable doing your own time, yeah. and then it's it ends up being worse yeah yeah you that's have where to i'm at force yourself to to get out of that comfort zone well and that's the same thing with like that show friday was like i feel like i was looking for an excuse not to go yeah even though i wanted to go and i really do think it was probably best for me not to just because i didn't know i thought we were supposed to get it was supposed to rain or something and i was worried about ice uh, i don't know who told me that or where i seen that but i yeah. thought the weather was going to get bad again friday night and I didn't want to drive all the way to Evansville and then get stuck. Right. So that was kind of ultimately what made the decision for me. But I was just thinking, is that the wind? That's 
That's blowing. Yeah. But I was just thinking, like... I think it was Thursday. Thursday night into Friday, yeah. And it did end up snowing Thursday. Right. But... Well, like I, I said, I think it's... I probably could have made it, but I just didn't want to... Chance it. And, and then, again, I think I was probably just, like, trying to self-sabotage. Like, yeah. don't do it, dude. You don't have to do this. Yeah. So, I and that's why I messaged Dave Dugan and was like, how's the show looking Thursday? And he's like, we're still on. Mm-hmm. And I was, and I really want to work with Dave, and I want to go meet this booker, and I want to do this show. And I was like, I'm not going to allow myself to try to weasel out of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just going to force myself to do it. And I love doing it. And that's what's crazy, is I love, love doing it. It's just like getting these weird depressive modes where it's like, I don't want to be around people. And I'm worried, like, I'm not going to be funny. Like, it's just, I'm going to get stuck here, so yeah. I don't know. But um, regardless, I'm feeling better. And I do think that by the end of this week, I'm going to be good to go. Good. That's the way I feel. Yeah. That's just the way I feel. How have you been feeling? Uh, So, uh, all last week, I kind of felt real sluggish. I felt down. Um, I was emotional. A lot of people who were around me probably didn't know that. But I was very emotional. Um... And I always forget until like maybe a few days before. So I am going to have to make a doctor's appointment soon. I'm pretty sure I have PMDD, which is a premenstrual dysphoric disorder. So again, this is real talk. If this makes you uncomfortable, I'm sorry. Before my period, <clears throat> I always get real down, real down. Yeah. I feel no energy. Sometimes I have anxiety so bad that I can't sleep. And it's always like right before I lay down. So I can stay busy all day. But then when I lay down, I have crippling anxiety. Um, Another thing I need to get is a weighted blanket because I will literally ask Jake to come lay on me. Well, hey, calm down. This is a family (laughs) show, Chia. No, to lay on me. I need to feel his weight on me because I feel like I'm crawling out of my skin and... I hear weighted blankets. I mean, you're not always around when I need that. So then sometimes I'm just like sitting here like, oh my God. I tell Jake that it feels sometimes like someone's taking a black heavy cloud and just wrapping me in it and I can't get out of it. Uh, things that normally like... We're just like, <laughs> welcome to laugh and be blessed. Listen, we're, we, listen to everything we got. You know. uh, and then the day I start Shark Week... As we call it in this house. Um, it all goes away. I feel better. I'm yeah. myself. Yeah. I feel great. Um, I can go to sleep so fast. I'm just like, That's true. I'm so yeah. tired. Yeah, you passed out last oh, night. Oh, I did. Man. I just, I was, good. we were talking and I looked over and you're just sleeping. I was like, oh, okay, cool. That's, what, that's yeah. what you're doing. So, that goes into a little bit, well, kind, kind of what our topic will be well, later. And we'll get into our topic, but what we're going to talk about first is we're going to thank our Patreon supporters. Yes. So we want to say thank you very much to Shan, to Fawn, Danielle, Rachel, Lindsay, Pam, and Jared. Thank you guys so thank much. Thank you so much. For anonymous. supporting us. And anonymous. But they're anonymous for a reason, so I don't feel like we need to bring them up. I like to bring but them up. But thank you very but much. I, I appreciate You guys all of them. helping us with the show. Uh, it, it inspires us. It makes us want to continue to do. It makes us want to do a better show, which you know we're we're getting there. Mm-hmm. Um, it helps with better equipment. It helps with better software. It just helps us basically get to the place that we would like this show to be. So thank you very much for your support. If you like what we do, uh, it, it's 
obviously always going to be free. <laughs> We're never going <laughs> to charge you for it. But if you like it and you do want to help out and you want to support us, we really, really appreciate it. Just go to patreon.com slash laugh and be blessed. And uh, you can contribute as little as $3 a month to just kind of help us continue the show, take some of the stress off of us from uh, just trying to make sure that everything's good here. So we appreciate it. We love you. I mean, it's just nice to have family that has our back like that. Mm-hmm. And that's what you guys are. For real. You're, you're really family. So yeah. thank you very much. Some of you are really family. That's true. <laughs> some of you are the familiest family that could family be. So thank you very much uh, for that. And if you have any questions about Patreon or if you want to uh, help in another way, feel free to reach out to us on Facebook at Jake Rubel's Blessed Ones, or you can email us at jakeandchia uh, at gmail.com. Just jakeandchia at gmail.com. So that's it. So let's move on to the topic of the show. Topic of the show. You've been hinting, and now um, I'm curious. Yes. So the topic of the show this week, everybody, is uh, it's it's all about periods. <laughs> no. <I'm just> gonna... <laughs> no. Uh, it's... Uh, Which would be interesting because um, I'm a firm believer that men get periods. I think you have. I think you're. you're <laughs> no, 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 no. Say got... men. Say men. Don't say me. me. <laughs> like, don't. Don't. I don't no, 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 no. I can't. Hold on a I can't. Do I was that just throwing a thing out here, and you're like, men. you're like, no, you do. Get, you <laughs> no, want it. You're the one who always says every month. I think our periods are synced up <laughs> because you get you get even like more moody. So if you're de- if you're going through a little depression, anxiety period of time. <laughs> oh, I and see then, what you did there. <laughs> awesome joke, and then Farva. I start, then then it's like it gets even worse for you. So What's I'm the sorry. Show? You don't have to you don't have to okay. throw me under the bus like so that. So the to- <laughs> I was making a joke and then you I went I love you. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. I'm on my period. <laughs> What's <laughs> What's the top of the show? Why are you it's, leaning into the mic? I don't know. What's up? <laughs> it's um, our pregnancy stories and fertility. Oh. Yeah. Whoa, we are, we're getting real. We're getting real. I didn't expect that. Yeah. That's, where'd that come from? I, well, actually. Well, when a man loves a woman. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to someone about um, <clears throat> my pregnancies. At work not too long ago, and they were like, why don't you talk about this on the podcast? And I was like, I don't know. So No, cool. Cool, yeah. cool. All right. So, so get us started, lady. So me and Jake have three <clears throat> wonderful children. <clears throat> we have two wonderful children and one other kid. <clears throat> I'll let them decide. Mm-mm. All three of them were wonderful. So me and Jake got married when we were 19 and 20, and we knew we wanted kids early. So before we got married, I went off my birth control. And, uh, we got married in September and got pregnant in October of 2007. So I was nervous cause I didn't think I'd get pregnant that fast. Right. Yeah. That happened. It happened pretty um, quick. I think I, I had a feel, whoa, just throwing stuff at me. I didn't mean to do that at I all. had a feeling that I would have, I thought I'd have problems getting pregnant. I don't know why I had that feeling. I just did. Um, so when I got pregnant so fast, I was like, oh, I didn't know it was going to happen this fast. Um, but you know, well, to be fair, we practiced a lot. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, but of course I got excited. Um, at the same time, my sister got pregnant, my friend and her sister got pregnant. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, 2008, we're going to have all these babies. So it is, um, I find out, found out in late October, early November, probably. I go in December to a doctor's appointment, 
Jake was unable to go with me because at the time he had gotten a really good job opportunity and he had to go do his physical and everything like that. And it just so happened it was at the same time as my doctor's appointment and we really couldn't miss that opportunity. So I went by myself. It was my first ultrasound. I'm super excited. Uh, got the worst news possible. There was no heartbeat. And so I'm 19 years old. At the time, we're kind of broke kids. We share one. Oh, no, 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 no. We are broke <laughs> This kids. is why the job was so important. Because we're yeah. like, oh, we're having a baby and this is a really good job. So We have no money. Um, So I have the only cell phone. And Jake is going to come back and get me. He didn't want to drop me off without a phone. So he's like, well, you take the cell phone that we share. So I had to sit there by myself and wait on him. So it was, you know, devastating. It was awful. I think this is why I had that feeling that something was wrong. Right. So, figured it'll be okay. We'll wait a while. Yet again, I am a dumb kid. And I have always heard that after you have a baby, it's very easy to get pregnant again. I did not think after a miscarriage, though, that it was going to be easy to get pregnant again. So, I um, had found out in December that I miscarried, but the actual um, act of my my body doing this didn't happen until January. So now we're in January 2008. February 2008, I get pregnant again. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And so I was like, what in the world? So we set up a doctor's appointment and he says, I want you to go get blood work right away to see if your hormone levels come up because he's nervous for me, understandably. The day I am supposed to go get blood work, I wake up in pain. I don't tell my husband Now, here's this. here's one thing, though. This is a different doctor than what we had yes. before. And the second doctor that we got is still your doctor. Yes, he's still and my doctor. And he is a wonderful, he's wonderful phenomenal. man. And I love him. Yes, I love him, too. Um, so, I don't tell Jake I'm in pain because I know he's going to worry right away. And I have to go to work that. I... I don't know what is wrong with me and the whole work thing, but I'm like, oh, I have to go to work. I'll be irresponsible if I don't go. So I wake up in pain. I think, well, I'll go, and then I can go to work afterwards. By the time I get to the hospital, because that's where my blood work's being done, I go to the registration desk. I am, like, got my knuckles dug into the counter, and I'm like, I'm here to get blood work, but I think I'm having a miscarriage. And she goes, like right now, and I was like, yeah, and as I like start to sink to the floor. So she throws me in a wheelchair, gets me into the ED, and I'm like, we should probably call my husband. <laughs> and... yeah, these, these stories always make me feel so bad that you had to go through them on your own. I well, wanted no, to be you there. you got there. You yeah. got there. I'm just, just saying like I wanted to be but... there for all of this. Yes. I just couldn't. But uh, so, of course, uh, I... You know, Jake didn't show me he was upset with me, but I knew later on he was like, hey, next time if something bad is happening to you, I kind of need to know. Let me know right away. Yeah. And obviously, I didn't go to work that night. I don't think Jake would have let me. (laughs) You would have, though. That's the weird thing, is you would have. And I don't know why. I don't know what is wrong with me. I don't know either. I'm not like that now. I'm I'm older. False. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that is such a lie. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It is a lie. You had not very long ago a ruptured cyst. Yeah. And still tried to leave. And I wouldn't let you. As I'm screaming and crying on the bed and I'm like, maybe in a few hours, maybe I can just be late. 
I don't know what your deal is with it. I don't know either. I just, I don't know. I don't like to let people down. Let's get to happy stuff. Keep so, going. I am. I'm going. <clears throat> so that was in, um, that was in early 2008. So, uh, understandably, I'm devastated. I don't want to deal with thinking about pregnancy or anything for a while. So, it is now, it's still 2008. It is October 2008. And we find out we're pregnant again. This time, there's no happiness. Nothing exciting. No, we're terrified. Um, I'm 20 years old. And at 20 years old, I look at my husband and I say, if it doesn't happen this time, I'm done. I will never try again. We won't be doing it. Um, yeah, we had a serious <clears throat> conversation about adopting. Yeah, we I, were like, I said, yeah. you know, we'll we'll wait and then we can talk <clears throat> about adopting later. I will not go through it a fourth time. Like this, this time has to work or it's not happening mm-hmm. again. So, uh, Jake, <laughs> I I had quit my job because I had a feeling I was pregnant and I knew if I didn't quit my job, it would be a big argument. So I quit my job and then Jake's like, "You're on bed rest till we go see the doctor. Don't do anything. Don't clean nothing." Go to a doctor, and then the doctor puts me on bed rest. So Boom. Jake's I'm ba- right. I'm kind of a doctor. <laughs> uh, and it's, you know, it's great. It's, it's, this was my pregnancy with Jasmine, the first. It was so scary the whole time, oh, yeah. though. I until mean, I, I started feeling her move, I was I terrified. Was, I was scared until I held her. Yeah. I was sco- so well, scared the whole time. So, so I was. I was fine when I started to feel her move, which usually it was about uh, at the 17-week mark, until week 20. We go in for an ultrasound. I I don't know why. My uterus is a hostile environment. It does not like to keep babies in it. (laughs) It's hostile. And we find out that oh, this amniotic fluid that protects the baby inside the uterus, there's not as much as there should be, and she's kind of small. But it's okay. We'll get another ultrasound in a few weeks. So from week 20 to week 35, this fluid just keeps disappearing and disappearing. My bed rest gets stricter and stricter, and we go in for an ultrasound one day, and oh, well, we just, it's not going to be safe to be pregnant anymore. We're going to go to the hospital right now. Now, here's what's funny, though, is on the way to the hospital, Chia was like, let's go to Subway first. (laughs) And I was like, no, or not the hospital, on the way to the, the, doctor's, the, the office. doctor's office. She's yeah. like, let's go to Subway first. I was like, no, we don't really have time. I was like, let's just go to the doctor's office and we'll go get something to eat. And she's like, I really want Subway. And I was like, no, we're going to get just go to the doctor's office. I was like, we don't really have time. And she's like, babe, listen, all I want is Subway. Please stop and get me Subway. And I was like, okay. So we stopped. We got a couple sub sandwiches. We ate them. We went to the doctor's office. He said that, and she looked at me, and she goes, that's why I got a sandwich, because they won't let me eat now. Yeah. Like, she knew like we I were going to have feeling. her that day. Cause, well, even at home, I told you yeah. to pack a bag. Yeah. And I was like, why? We're just going to the doctor? At, She's like, just do it. At this point, we were having <clears throat> weekly ultrasounds, and they measure your fluid by centimeters. And he had said, if you get to, I think it was like six centimeters or, or seven or something like that, if you get to that, we have to deliver. So when we got there and she told me how many centimeters it was, I think we were at five, I said, he says we're going to have to have her. I was like, I packed my bag, so if we have to go, we're ready to go. Jake did not pack his bags. He said everything was going to be fine. Mm-hmm. So we go in the waiting room. I hear her over the phone, and she was like, yeah, that's what she said. Yeah, she said you'd say that. Mm-hmm. Well, her bags are ready. So they told us to go to the hospital. And I get there, and she's breech, which means she does not want to come out head first. She wants to come out butt first. 
Because it's Jasmine. <laughs> yeah. she's, always made a, she's always made an ass of herself. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and they can do this thing where they turn babies. I seen them try that with my sister and it looked horrible. And they said, do you want us to turn her or do you want to do a C-section? I said, well, I guess I'll do a C-section. So now I'm really terrified because I'm having major surgery. My yeah. baby's going to be five weeks premature. <laughs> Man, I'm having PTSD over here thinking about it. Um, that was the worst experience of my life. Well, it was so scary. Well, you had it two other times, too. The first one, though. After the first one, it was still scary. But with yeah. her, <clears throat> I didn't know what to expect, first of all. So we go into the situation <laughs> with me not knowing what, like, oh, well, okay. So I was like, oh, it's like in the movies. They're, she's going to deliver. She's going to be holding my hand and screaming and saying she hates me and all this stuff. And then the yeah. baby comes out and I'll cut the cord. And then we get a kiss and everything's fine yeah. and, and happily ever after. And then it's like, oh, by the way, we're just going to rip her out of your, the, you know the thing that you, you, you treasure more than anything in this entire world? Yo, so we're going to cut that thing open. Uh, and then we're going to rip out the, the thing that's going to be the next thing that is the biggest, the most precious thing in your entire, we're just going to have all kinds of tools. It's going to be gross and it's going to be, it's going to be rough and you're going to watch. So I get in there and they, um, get the anesthesia and everything ready. And then once I'm, I'm numb from, you know, my waist down, they bring Jake in and I want Jake to record the whole thing. I want to, I want the whole thing recorded. And I said, no. So, first, they told Jake when he came in, they said, if you feel queasy or lightheaded or anything, uh, like you're going to pass out, lay down right here on the floor, because we catch babies, we don't catch daddies. And Jake laughed. I thought it was a joke. And she said, no, we're serious. She's like, she's like, That's, she's like that spot on the floor is empty for you to lay down. <laughs> and I was like, I think I'm going to be okay. So, I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm going to be fine. So, they start, and Jake's recording. I'm, but I'm by Chia. I'm up by Chia's head with the phone over the, because uh, we were recording on a phone, I think. No, it was a camera. A camera, okay. Uh, so I, I have the camera over the sheet, it's and like, I'm filming. It's like a blue sheet that they yeah. put up. Yeah, so that way Chia can't see what's going on. And I'm filming it that way. Now, I don't, I don't know. I don't know uh, if anyone knows what happens, but what they do is is that they make, they make a small incision, right? And then they make that incision bigger. And then bigger, and it's still not big enough. So then what they have to do is a doctor gets on one side and reaches inside of my wife's stomach, and then a nurse gets on the other side and reaches in on the other side of my wife's stomach. And they, like, interloop their fingers and, like, get in this weird football stance and then count to three and rip her stomach open. <laughs> You? I feel like I'm going to pass out right now. <laughs> like I'm r vividly remembering it. And at that moment, I said, I was like, oh, 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 because I could hear it and see it. And it was everything in my life. And it, it consumed me and nothing else was real anymore. And the entire universe got dark and things were going to end in that very moment for me. So the nurse, the other nurse, not the homicidal maniac ripping my wife's stomach open, but the other one who's very sweet and I love her very much. Took the phone or took the camera, finished recording because I had to lay Jake down. Sat down and he go and he just like put the camera off to the side and he goes, I can't, I, I can't. can't do this. Yeah. So she oh, recorded man. the rest of it and he he ended up being on a little stool next to me, 
And yeah, then I when they see said, none of that. they said, baby's coming, then he popped up and looked. But then it got real. Yeah. Then it was okay. So, uh. That was had... like a horror movie. Watching the baby come out of your stomach like that, though, was even creepy. And I love my doctor because uh, I have to Best have. Best doctor in the world. I have to have a little joking or I'm going to be stressed. And she comes out and he goes, oh, it's okay, baby. We'll feed you. We'll get you a cheeseburger. Yeah. And uh, so we we it was like a seven seven night stay at the hospital. It was very stressful. Babies typically will lose weight at the beginning, so she did. She was four pounds three ounces. So I was like, she don't have any weight to lose. Yeah, keep that keep that weight. Um, she fit in the palm of my hand. Yeah, just tiny tiny. We uh, the preemie clothes were too big for her. I should have got her doll clothes. Yeah. So. That's Jasmine's story. We, I, I, I was immediately in love. I told Jake, I said, I'm so in love. I wish she would have been twins. I, I want more babies. I want her to have siblings. I cannot imagine her being in this world yeah. with just us. I mean, I Well, and it more. changed, like, people always say, like, oh, the moment you have a kid, it, it could change you. Mm-hmm. I don't remember who I was before I her. Don't it's very like surreal. Not just that, but like even kids. you, you said you were watching me whenever I first picked her mm-hmm. up, and you said that like I turned around and was you a, were different, a different, yeah, person. just completely you were totally different. different. And I mean, it just a hundred percent changed me. I was like, oh, I'm not yeah. a kid anymore. Like yeah. I'm not gonna do all the same stuff. And we were kids. Yeah. Oh I yeah. I mean, I was we how old? Twenty and twenty-one. I was twenty-one no. years old. I think I was twenty. We no. No, we were 21 and 22. When we had her. Okay. When we had her. So, yeah, like, I was a kid. I was 22. I feel like I was just a kid. I had no idea. That's so young. And and then someone's just like, take this home. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, what? We wanted to get home so bad because we knew when getting home that meant she's doing better. Yeah. You guys are safe. So we were happy until we got home. And then I was like, where are my nurses at? Yeah, like, we just have to, we have to keep this alive. You, like, we're... And you still wasn't really allowed to do anything. No, so then I was I, like, I have to do, yeah. and which was fine. I was happy. but I, And I told you, I was like, you take this tiny human we made and keep it okay. <laughs> I'm going to go do everything that I have to do here. Uh, so we had a good three months of just having <laughs> one kid. And I say that because, so breastfeeding was really difficult. It took me three weeks to get her to latch on. I about gave up. I was very emotional. Uh, the doctor's office had an, a phenomenal lactation consultant that spent an hour with us to get Jasmine to nurse for the first time. Mm-hmm. And when she did, she giggled. I was very relieved. And the lactation consultant and Jake both cried. Why you gotta, why you just gotta, Jake has periods. <laughs> Jake cries at babies. Uh, he loves, he sweet. loves little baby raccoons. <laughs> I'm a man. I wear flannels and cut firewood. And you tear up about your babies. I do. That's a real man. Uh, so. I feel bad because speaking of babies, today I told Roman, I was like, maybe for the rest of the day, me and you just shouldn't be around each other. I feel so bad, but Manny was getting really under my skin today. You guys are just buttonheads. Yeah. So, we got pregnant with Holden when Jasmine was three months old. So typically when you breastfeed, it's kind of, it's not a for sure birth control, but it helps you not get pregnant as fast. And she can't keep her hands off me. <laughs> but because we were having issues with breastfeeding, my, you know, everything got messed up and I ended up having a period. There's that word again. I'm sorry, people. And so after that, I ovulated and we got pregnant again. <laughs> so 
there was one, a three-month period of time when I would go to the doctor's office and I would be on the table nursing a baby while the doctor is listening to the other baby's heartbeat with the Doppler. So, uh, Holden, I was, I felt so much better with Holden. There was more excitement because we had just had a, a wonderful, healthy baby, even though we had some trials. And I thought, what weird things to happen. Like your amniotic fluid is pairing. I, I hadn't talked to any of my friends who had had this issue, so it was going to be fine. And we go to our 20-week appointment, find out he's a boy. And his fluid and weight are low. Ugh. And we're like, what in the world? So we go through the whole thing. I mean, after a while, we're getting ultrasounds every week. Fluid just keeps disappearing, disappearing. And we go have an ultrasound one day. And we, uh... Hey, come here. We're talking about you when your mom was pregnant Hi. with you. Hi, bub. Uh, <laughs> what do you need? What are you going to ask us? Yeah, you can read. Well, Jack heard me a book, he was. Oh. Yeah, I'll be up there since we're done with the podcast, and I'll read it to you. All right. Love you. Love you. Um, so, we go to church one night. Don't ever, I... don't say his name, he'll show up. <laughs> you say his name and he just appears. So, we uh, go to church, and I had forgotten my cell phone at home. So... By this time in life, also, things are going much better. We have our own cell phones. Yeah. Yeah, we do. I have three jobs. We have our yeah. own cell phones. So. Living the dream. <laughs> so we go uh, go to church and we come home and we, I said. We, now, by this time, we had moved out yeah. of our one, oh, bedroom. one bedroom. We didn't say that. The house that we brought Jasmine home in. Used, it was basically like a garage that it wasn't was converted. Basically, it, it was a uh, yeah. converted garage. But it was the nicest converted garage I'd I ever mean, seen. Because yeah. it was like, it's not like we did it. Like someone, and it wasn't attached to a house. No. It was just like in this weird alley. <laughs> and it was the size of our now bedroom, yeah. all, pretty much. It was our our shower and toilet was in our be- our bedroom. Yeah. The kitchen was like a closet almost, like a long mm-hmm. closet, super, super skinny. And then the living room was okay. And half of the living room was converted into Jasmine's area. I'm not going to say bedroom because it wasn't. There yeah, was it was no just door. like her area. So then we moved into a nice two-bedroom, or three-bedroom. Three three-bedroom house. Three-bedroom house. We thought it was nice. Yeah. We did it a lot of... It was It was good for us. We remodeled a lot, and then we found out that the house was pretty much falling apart, and we had to yeah. get out of it. And that's where... that Now we're where we are now. So... We come home, and I just laughed, and I said, hey, Jake, guess what? I got a missed call from a Bloomington number, and he was like, oh. <laughs> so I listened to it. It's my, uh, it's my doctor. He's telling me get up and eat about 8 o'clock in the morning and don't eat anymore and what time to be at the hospital because we got to do a C-section because his fluid was just too low. So yeah. I had Jasmine five weeks early. Now Holden was going to be six weeks early. Right. They just keep getting earlier so and earlier. We kind of laugh about it, and we're we're pretty good about keeping things light until the moment of. And then we freak out a little. So we get to the hospital. We got to go right to postpartum to whatever room I was going to be staying in with Holden. My family gets there. We're hanging out. We're all relaxed, and then it's time to go to the OR, and it's real now. So as I'm going down the hall, the there's a nurse. At the bottom of my bed, pulling the bed down the hall. And Jake's kind of standing behind, kind of pushing it a little. 
and I just need a little reassurance. And I looked at her, I said, everything's going to be okay, right? Now, you never make a promise to a patient. No, she sucked so but bad. But there is, there's a way you can reassure her. Don't, don't say, oh, absolutely, everything's going to be great. But maybe something like, you know, your doctor's been monitoring, monitoring you. We prepare for this. You've been through this before. That's what I was going to say. All she did right, is just, just look back and just be words. like, honey, you've been through this before. Yeah. Come on. Exactly. You know, just something like that. Um, her words were... Well, six weeks early. Yeah. And I said, well, I had my daughter last year five weeks early, and she was fine. And Well, but this is six weeks early, and it's a boy. And boys usually don't do as well. And so, I am now petrified. I'm getting oh, ready I'm freaked to out. be, like, cut open, and I am petrified. So we get in there. I hope she so, something happened where she lost her license. No, don't say that. I hope so. No, I just she hope was the she worst. Got some education. She was the worst nurse no, I've I hope ever she met. She just got some education. No. <laughs> no. So I hope I see her Jake, at a restaurant stop. having a nice dinner. Stop. And I'm gonna Maybe flip she the was table. New. I'm sure I've made. I don't mistakes. care. I was no. You have not like <laughs> I'm that. I'm sure I have. She told two parents. That are going through way, one of the worst time, times. We're only twenty two and twenty three. Yeah, we're two kids going through one of the scariest things of our life, and she's just like, "You guys should be scared. <laughs> yeah, this is bad. <laughs> yeah, how are you guys not freaking out more?" We get into the OR, and now I'm petrified, and I've been numb. Jake's not in there yet, <clears throat> so my dog comes in and he's prepping me, and I said, "Hey." I'm going to be okay, right? And he says, oh, yeah, yeah, we've done this before. We did this last year. It's going to be okay. And he's using, like, this jokey voice. And the nurse literally literally says, well, but this time it's six weeks early, and it's a boy, and they don't usually do as well. And he sounded more serious than I've ever heard him sound. And he looked at her and said, she's going to be okay. And Jake said by the time he got in there, that nurse wasn't in there. So she had got kicked out, apparently. Yeah. That's, that <laughs> is one of the reasons. Before then, I always liked him. Yeah. I always really liked him. Yeah. But that moment, whenever he yeah. was just like, you're not allowed around my patient now. Yeah. Not because she was a bad nurse, but because she was projecting negativity yeah. in a situation don't that needed as that. much positivity as possible. He was like, oh, you don't get to be in here now. Yeah. So you can leave. And I mean, like you said, he... He, when it's time to get real with me, he gets real with yeah. me. But he knew that, like, we had already had these conversations in the office and before. The moment that he's getting ready to take a scalpel to me is not the time no. to be like, now it's like, we've done well, everything And we're also we not can. stupid. We've looked up. No. We went yeah. through it before. We know things are bad. We're literally just asking you so that way we can just have someone else be like, everything's have fine. confidence in you too. Like if yeah. you feel confident. Yeah, things are good. Doing, I'm going to feel confident. So Holden, um, the only thing with Holden is he did have to be on oxygen for maybe like an hour. But after that, he's fine. Uh, because of his size and he was a week earlier, he spent a little bit more time in the NICU than Jasmine did. But we were there a total of eight days. How big was he? He was... Three pounds, 14 ounces, and never lost any weight. Yeah. So he, and I, I've talked to nurses before. I guess it is typical that white males usually do not thrive as well as any other baby. For okay. some reason, it's white males. Yeah. We're the weakest. But he, he did. Yeah, he did he great. Still did a strong kid. He did better than Jasmine. I was super happy, and it was great. Um, we waited a while before we got pregnant again. 
Not like most people who <laughs> wait like a couple years. No. Uh, we didn't wait that long. <laughs> we So that was um, in 2010, May of 2010. We got pregnant again in August of 2011. So we don't, we don't wait long. So we're pregnant with Roman now at this point. This is one of my biggest regrets in the world is not recording the moment I told Jake. <laughs> I see these recordings now and I'm like, oh, I'm so jealous of you. So we knew it was a possibility that I was pregnant. Again, we're kind of dumb sometimes and we're like, oh. Well, we used birth control and didn't didn't like it. Yeah. It was not good for Chia. Yeah. So I had, I had went off the birth control in July and... A lot of people were speculating when we get pregnant. My mother-in-law won because she said, Psh, it'll be a month. Yep. So it was a month. I got pregnant in August and uh, found out September. So I come home. Two half-naked kids are running around. Jake's sitting on the couch watching TV or something. I've got grocery bags in my hand. And I just look at him and said, hey, I'm going to take this pregnancy test real quick. And he says, Okay. So I go in, not thinking anything of it. It's positive. So I come out. I was like, oh, my God, we're pregnant. And I'm, like, all excited. And I'm, like, hooping and hollering. Jasmine and Holden are one and two at this point. They have no idea why I'm excited, but they're excited, too. And they start crawling all over Jake and, like, getting on his shoulders. And Jake just sits there as these two kids in their diapers are crawling all over him and says, three kids. I'm going to have three kids. Three. Three kids. <laughs> I still do that sometimes. I'm like, I have three and kids. I'm like, oh, why didn't I record this? Um, my pregnancy with Roman was great. It was fine, yeah. It was great. I um, had no trouble gaining weight, tons of fluid. Uh, I forgot to also say, Holden was also breech, wanted to come out butt first. Yeah, so another so, C-section there. Um, and... You can do what's called a V-back where it's uh, it sounds so a gross. vaginal birth after cesarean is what it is. <laughs> yeah, but it just sounds so... It sounds... That sounds like whenever someone's like, hey, you D-bag, and you're like, well, you're a V-back. <laughs> it does. But uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't like the risk involved anyways, whether or not he had been breached, so I chose to <clears throat> do another C-section. So, of course, Roman's going to be a C-section too. And we get to our 20-week appointment. I'm like, all right, moment of truth. Plenty of fluid. Everything's great. We did another ultrasound a few weeks later. Plenty of fluid. Everything's great. Oh, he's head down. I said, that's neat. Doesn't matter, but that's neat. And then uh, a typical pregnancy is 40 weeks. You're considered term at 38 weeks. So, you know, 38 weeks, fine, whatever. You can have the baby. At 28 weeks, my sweet, precious little baby... Decides to send me into labor. Jasmine and Holden, remember, are born because they don't have any Yeah, she's fluid. never, she's never been in labor. I had never yeah. had a contraction before. Yeah. So at 1 o'clock in the morning, me and Jake load up a 1 and 2-year-old and go to the hospital because I refuse to tell our moms, because especially my mom, they stress over every little thing with my pregnancies. Right. So. Rightfully so. So we get to the hospital. Jake is on this pull-out couch with these two little babies watching Jurassic Park. While I'm hooked up to monitors, I'm sure the nurses are like, these people are dumb. Why are they bringing these babies here? Right. So we find out it's real labor about 3, 4 o'clock I will say this, though. I'm happy that we've always done that stuff. We've yeah. always done that. We've yeah. never been the type of people to be like, well, we just don't want to take the kids with us. Like We do that stuff now sometimes. Yeah. 
But we've always done everything as a family. Yeah. Always. Yeah. But I mean, in hindsight, it would have been easier not to no, take them No, I'm at glad all. we did it. Seriously, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad, glad we did are. it. Yeah. Uh, but I'm three... glad you are. <laughs> I'm a better person than you. you That's really what I'm trying are. to say. You are. Three, if four... I was, if I was, if I was up there on the bed and I was like, oh, you know, this is, I'm about to have surgery, you'd be like, I'm gonna drop these kids off. <laughs> I'm not me. I'm like, I'm here for you with them. I'm just a better person. You are. I know you are, babe. It's three, four o'clock in the morning. Find out it's really labor, so I'm like, go ahead and call mom. So he calls me. He's like, hey Kim, can you come get the kids? At the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> so she came and got him. I had to stay two nights in the hospital being on uh, magnesium uh-huh. through the IV, which was awful. We were able to stop my contractions, but for... <clears throat> no, I was... Sorry, I wasn't, at, I wasn't at 28 weeks. I was at 32. I don't know why I said 28. I was 32 weeks along. So for four weeks, I was on complete bed rest. This was one of the hardest yet biggest blessings of our marriage. Because for the first time, Jake had to see what my life was like. And it was it was actually probably harder than what I have. I felt like he was a single parent. He would help me get from the bed to the couch every morning, make sure I had breakfast, and then put some snacks by me. I was allowed to go to the bathroom, and that was it. And then he had to find babysitters. He had to find people to check on me. He had to um, do the laundry, do the cooking, and all while being worried about his wife and unborn baby. I'm going to say this right here. Uh, I'm very, that's one of the reasons why I was really, really happy we were in church. Mm-hmm. One of the best things about church is that we had so many people rally around us. Then. Yeah, we did. The people from church came and checked in on you. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were very good. And I think whenever we left the church, the way that we left the church, that's why I was hurt so much. Because I was like, I legit thought that we were like family, family. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I think it hurt so much. Like, I didn't, I I didn't even think about it until you just said that. And I was like, yeah. man, they were, like, really, really there for us. Yeah. And I just, I don't know what changed. Yeah. Probably us. They are just probably Maybe. like, they are probably like, well, yeah, we were there for you guys. And then you sucked. Maybe. Was, whatever. Could have been. Who knows? I don't know. If we suck, just send me a message and let me know I suck. Mm. Don't tell me. No, don't tell Jake. <laughs> you can tell me. I can take it. Um, so... We get to 36 week, weeks with Roman. He was our biggest baby at 6'5". And uh, everything was fine. We actually... So Jasmine Holden, I was discharged before them, but the hospital let me stay in my room um, just so I could be with them. Mm-hmm. Roman was discharged before me. Yeah. And I no, was He's like, good. Get him out of here. We don't want him anymore. And Jasmine and Holder and both had to go to the NICU afterwards. Roman came to my room with me, and I was like, wait, I get to keep my baby this time? It was very weird. Yeah, it was. It was they were just like, yeah, raise this kid now. <laughs> and I was like, well, hold on. Where's the buffer? I was like, where's the buffer period? And they're like, what do you mean? And it's like, well, typically, you know, you have a kid, but, like, the nurses keep them mostly for you, and they'll just let you visit sometimes, but then they're always going to take them back. I was like, that, the buffer. Like, where's that buffer at? Honestly, though, it, it was a, gr- a really good feeling because having your babies taken back to a NICU right away is scary. It is, and also I remember that we were in the hospital at the same time as one of our friends uh, at one point. And I remember they didn't want their kid in the room with them. They want, yeah, they wanted to sleep, which I understand. You are tired. completely. You're very tired. I, but for me, I was just like, oh, we've never had to experience that because for us, it was terrifying in yeah. the beginning because yeah. we were like, we're, like we just want our baby. Yeah. I just want to hold my baby, baby and I can't, room. I can't hold my baby. Yeah. 
So, you know, whenever we heard that, it was just like, oh, what a what a weird mm-hmm. opposite. You know, yeah. it's just like you're having a dream while we've been having a nightmare. Right. Boom. Right. Because that's the opposite. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hate you. Gotta. I hate you. It's not the complete opposite. They're having. Just just stop. Stop it. Uh, so the reason I said pregnancies and fertility. So I got my tubes tied after that. We're done. We are done with these scary issues. I'm not well, dealing with it again. She is done. You're done too. You gonna go have babies? No. You gonna do it? You'll be doing no, it by yourself. I don't. Well, you well, can't get pregnant what? like that, can you? Huh? <laughs> you can't get pregnant by yourself, can you? <laughs> oh, I hate you. I know. Uh, so, but I said pregnancy and fertility. So obviously, fertility wasn't our issue. It was staying pregnant. Um, I like I said, my uterus is a hostile environment. I don't know why it doesn't like babies. Doesn't like anything. <laughs> it doesn't. It's always causing you issues. It's not. You think I have bigger issues than I do. You do you, no, it's because you're weird and you're just like, everything is fine. I'm like, the house is on fire. <laughs> and you're like, we'll be fine. We will be fine. If the house catches on fire and nobody's in it, we'll be fine. Well, the issue is, is that you're just like, I have to go to work. And I'm like, the house is on fire and you're like, I <laughs> Can't fix that. I gotta get to work. I mean, go stay at your mom's house. See? I gotta go to work. Someone's gotta go to work. Pardon? (laughs) Well, your laptop burned up, so now you can't work. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, that would suck. What are you doing over here? You're just hitting the mic with stuff now. If if the house caught on fire, would you try to save this equipment? Yeah. Before the kids? No. Oh. (laughs) Before the dogs? Dogs. Are, Why are you hesitating? Because the dog. Because that doesn't make any sense. The dogs are outside as the kids are outside. Okay. I'm not gonna go Everyone get the kids and the not be time. yelling at the dogs at okay. the same time. And the dogs sleep with the kids. I'm, yeah. We said kids. <laughs> They're all getting out. I'm sorry. And then I would come in, and then I would get the the laptop and everything. Mm-hmm. I'd grab some stuff. Man, I hope this place doesn't catch on fire. Because now I'm looking around. I'm like, I got all these things. There's like I'd wires gr- and cords. I would just, I would just be, I would just open the side door and just be chucking out just comic books and guitars and board games and all kinds of stuff. And I'd get rid of all that stuff and I'd make sure it's all out. And well, then I'd do one last luckily, lap to the house and just check on everything. And then I'd go check on your mom. Are already in- <laughs> <laughs> luckily, most of our clothes are already in baskets. So yeah. you could just throw those out real easily. I don't care about the clothes. Uh, well, I would like some clothes. Save but anyways, all my grateful so t-shirts. talking about fertility, for so this is a really real conversation. Pregnancy issues, miscarriages, fertility—that's something really hard in our society to talk about. Right. Um, and I wish it wasn't. I think it's because every woman who wants kids—if you are born with your uterus—I'm sure there's people out there that something's happened and they don't have all their female parts. Sure. But if you do. You automatically assume they're going to work the way you uh, think they're supposed to yeah, work. Yeah. You know, me getting pregnant, like I said, that very first time it was scary because we were broke, but whatever. I'm 19 years old. I got a uterus. My mom had fine pregnancies. I'm going to have fine pregnancies. Mm-hmm. And I had two miscarriages. And then once I was farther along, Jasmine, I'm like, oh, okay, now it's going to be fine. Every pregnancy was awful. And I'm like, I have all the parts. I'm doing what I'm supposed to. Why is it not working the way it's supposed to? And I'm thankful I had my children. And I just can't imagine how hard it is for someone who has all the parts. And then they're not getting pregnant at all. Right. 
that would be so frustrating. Yeah. And and I then think, and then here's another thing that goes along with that is that people mean well when they try to talk to you about it. Yeah. But they're dumb. They are. Yeah. They're so dumb yeah. and they say so many dumb things. That's just like, dude, we don't need to hear that. Yeah. Like don't don't do that. Mm-hmm. Don't just don't don't come in here and tell us that. Mm-hmm. We heard a lot of people say stuff like, "Well, this is just God's will." Yeah, and or it's everything like everything happens for a reason. And it's like we you'll, get it. You'll get pregnant and again. And it's like, but it's you like, know, it's it's okay for you to just not say anything other than I love you, mm-hmm. and I'm praying for you, or I'm here for you, or anything like that. Or just but be to come honest in, and say, I'm sorry, that sucks. Oh, we had people anything? say, say that sucks. We legit had suck. people ask questions. They'd be like, Well, what'd you do? Yeah. Like making it our fault. Yeah. And yeah. it's just like, Whoa, dude, you're not. And you're not a good person. Get I away. Think, I think from the conversations I've had with other women, it's the same thing with infertility. Well, maybe this, this, or that. And I want to be like, as if they haven't talked to their doctor about Oh, this. yeah. And they're like, well, have you tried this? Or, you know, this could be it. And, and using, like, old wives' towels or, or something. And, it's just like, like, and I know you mean well mm-hmm. when people say that. I know people mean well. But yeah. sometimes it's better to just be... Just be there with them. Let mm-hmm. them cry to you. If they bring stuff up, that's okay. Yeah. But, like, for serious situations like that, unless it's, like, your sister or your brother or your mom or your kid or something, if you're just friends with someone, you... I don't know, man. It's just... I feel like it's weird. Like, why? Well... Why and... even Why even act like you're an expert? Just, yeah. Just be quiet. You don't know. Yeah. You exactly. honestly think that these people haven't already... Re- the the Done article the, research, the, the yeah. article you read you they've don't think read they've seen 20 it twenty of those yeah yeah and so another thing in our society that's big is uh, asking people when are you gonna get pregnant when are you gonna have a baby so I I'm I'm tossed up between this and I I've learned to try to speak better my family is so important to me and that's why I inquire about it because I'm like. Are, are we, do we have similar interests? I don't, um, used to, someone was like, I don't want kids. I used to be like, oh my God, why don't you want kids? Yeah. Now I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool, yeah. Yeah. Because if you don't want kids, that's fine. That's your life. And when we also don't know why. Maybe something yeah. horrible happened in their childhood and they don't want yes. to put another kid through that. Yeah. Or maybe they tried to have kids and couldn't and now they're just saying, well, I just don't want to have kids. Right, Because exactly. that's what we would have done. Yeah. If we had one more time, if we didn't have mm-hmm. jazz, and then people would be like, well, you know, why don't you want to have kids? Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. Well, d- none of your business, bro. Right. Um, so instead, instead of saying, when are you going to have kids, I try to say, you know, if someone's talking about their marriage or their life or something, I and I, I'm just curious, I might say something like, um, are, do you ever want kids one day? Like, like have you guys thought about having kids yeah. or something like that? Like, yeah. is that something you right. want? Um, See, you're different than me. Me, I'm just like, why are you still talking to me about your marriage? <laughs> why are we doing that? Like, I just and, and I, I'm trying to. I pause the show to talk to you. Yeah. I I want to unpause the show. So so here's my problem with that topic of conversation. I have heard people say that you shouldn't even say things like that because it's none of your business. But if I'm getting to know someone, I I'm not trying to be nosy. I really just want to know about your life. And, you're and trying to find common ground. Common ground. Yeah. yeah. But I, I have learned that saying, when are you going to have kids? That's rude. Yeah, because some people just don't want to have kids. Yeah, or like you said, they've been trying and they've had trouble. Yeah. Um, 
I used to... I mean, I have a friend that got a vasectomy whenever he was like 19, yeah. 20 years old. Because he just he knew. knew he did not he ever knew. want kids. Yeah. And that's fine. And I've had this conversation, um, and I, I, again, this is something else I don't know how I feel. I've had conversations with women who that's really frustrating to them because you can't go get your tubes tied because you want to. Mm-hmm. There's certain rules and regulations. Now, yeah. I, it's not as bad as I think it is in Sunday states. I've heard women say that you have to have... Um, like your husband's permission and stuff. Here in Indiana, that is not the case. They prefer you to be over 24 with at least two children. That is it. Um, my sister, I think my sister was 22 or 23 when she got her tubes tied and she had had two kids. Um, I always took that as that was just the doctor being like, listen, it's, it's a big expense to reverse the tubal. So we don't like to do it on people so young, and I understood that. I, But like I said, I've since talked to some women who are older than me, and by this time they would have wanted to have it done, and it's kind of difficult to mm-hmm. find a doctor that will do it for them. And I'm like, well, you know what, though? If we do it for men, isn't that kind of a woman's right, too? Like if she wants the reversal later, then just lay out the facts. Like it's hard to reverse, and this is how much it is. Like, And if she accepts that... That's her choice. Right. Um, another thing that I feel guilty about that I've learned since I've older is when someone's having infertility issues, one of the worst things you can say is, why don't you just adopt? Mm-hmm. Um, that is not something that's any of our business. I know people who have adopted their children, and I I never would look at them any different than our family. A family is just a family. However you've got your kids, I really don't care. Just don't steal them. Yeah. Let's not do that. Yeah, okay? that's that's not good. Um, I'm not into the whole black market baby thing. I just makes me feel uncomfortable. I think we all know what you mean. Yeah. yeah I think we all get it. No. <laughs> but, um, and I've also learned like it's not simple to adopt. It is a very difficult, very expensive yeah. process. A very heartbreaking process at times. So learning how to talk about fertility in our society is hard, yet it's something that should be talked more about. Yeah. Um, I think I think women and men, I mean, this is hard on fathers too. I, I can't imagine what it's like, what it was like for you to be going through the hard heartache. Well, I'll be honest, the thing... That I was going through. The, and, and, I yeah. think the hardest thing for me was that I... To me, it was just like, oh man, this sucks. Like we're, I'm trying to, like we're trying to start a family, and this keeps happening. But to you, you were like, I'm broken. Yeah, I thought like that a was failure. yeah. I you're like, this is the, like... and you would you'd say it all the time. You just like, this is the one thing I'm supposed to do, yeah. and I can't even do that. Yeah. Like, and I never seen it like this. But so for me, because I love you so much, my whole mm-hmm. thought process through the whole thing was. I just I was just try to be there for you. Yeah. So to be honest, I never had that many opportunities to really grieve over it. Yeah. Which is okay, and I'm not saying you did anything right. wrong, but right. it was just like I was so focused on you, yeah. and then about the time that it was okay for me to start grieving, you'd just get pregnant again. <laughs> so it's just like, oh yeah, I guess <laughs> we're gonna try it again. Yeah. So I don't know mm-hmm. really what it'd be like because it, it I know that it was hard and we cried a lot and mm-hmm. and you know there was definitely nights where. You shut it off, shut off your emotions for a minute, and you were just like, "Talk to me. How are you feeling?" Yeah. And I was able to open up then and and, and get stuff yeah. out. But for the most part, it was just like me feeling so bad for you because you felt like you couldn't do the thing you were supposed to do. Yeah. And no matter awful. how much I convinced you, like you're not doing anything wrong, you're okay. Mm-hmm. It it just. I mean- 
and and being born to my mother who is you know a nurse and when we learned about the body we learned I mean she got very scientific with it I knew the majority of my body is created for this like your organs aren't supposed to move around mine are you're yeah. a baby yeah women the way we gain weight is differently for pregnancies right the majority of what my body does in some way can correspond with how I'm supposed to give life. I got some pregnancy weight on me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got some pregnancy weight on me. I think I'm doing all right. No, but it, it's, you know it is true. Saying, no, I and I like, do. And that's world? why I felt so bad is because, well, and then the other thing that you, you were worried about was if you weren't able to give me a baby, mm-hmm. what would I do? Yeah, I was. I was because for, to you, that. you're just like, well, you're doing your job. You're getting me yeah. pregnant. So you just, you'll just leave and go get someone else pregnant. Yeah. And, it's just, and at I, a young age, I mean, yeah, that is that was a fear of mine. Like, if I can't provide this thing that I feel like I'm supposed to provide, uh, what's yeah, my uh, contribution? Yeah, and that, looking back now, I'm just like, why were you able to? <laughs> you should have just shut it down. Why? Stop. Look, now, now he's coming in here at midnight, asking me to go read him a book. He's got to read in the or read in the morning. He's got to go to school. In the I'm, I'm not going to be able to read to him tonight. It's too yeah, late. Yeah, I'm just going to go tell him know. to go to sleep. Um, but. So yeah, I know this is a very heavy, heavy thing to talk about, but it, but it is something we've experienced in our life. And like I said, from from when I was that age to now, I've learned a lot about other women's struggles. I'm trying to be open minded. I know lots of times I seem very ignorant, so if I say anything ignorant on here, shoot me a message and educate me some, um, because I don't want to be ignorant, ignorant to other people's struggles. I want to know, I and I want to know how to talk to people um, without hurting anyone. We all say dumb things. Sure. No one means to. Yeah. The problem is, is when you do. Try well, to I don't know about no one means to. Okay, There's a lot of people, people who do mean to. Some people are just malicious. We, we, the rubles, the, we look, don't mean to. I would say the majority of people they don't mean to. They just say dumb things. The problem is, is then when you try to educate people, people just being so stubborn and stuck in their ways that they'll be yeah, like, they no, get I'm right, you're but being also, a baby. Well, and- here's another thing, too, is that if you do educate someone on like, hey, that's not the way mm-hmm. you should say that, mm-hmm. do it in a way where it's coming from love and you not being angry and just trying to lash out at the yeah. person that hurt your feelings either. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm, and it, I mean, do you, like mm-hmm. whatever, if you're right. the type of person that you're just like, nope, they hurt my feelings, I'm going to hurt theirs, that's fine. I don't. Outside. Hold on a second. What? What'd you just say? The cats got into the butter. What butter? The butter on the counter. Oh. They just got to the lid. They just well, got to the kids, lid. Put them outside. Yeah. And so, you're like, <laughs> why? You're like, we love having kids, and like, we can't even do a podcast. They got school in the morning. Uh, yeah, and so we're terrible it's parents. It's eleven thirty at night. They should be asleep at, by We now. put them to bed at nine. <sighs> and then we waited. At, a couple hours and then did a podcast and now they're out there putting cats in butter. <laughs> you know? Why are they doing that? I've heard of the cats in the cradle and the silver spoon. I, just, I don't know this whole kid coming to cats in the butter. I love the fact that he literally just put them outside and they're already at our side door. And they're just like, hey, let me back meowing. in. Yeah. We'll start hearing them like scratch and it's like, 
you've been outside for five seconds. Yeah, you literally went outside and ran around to the side door and was like, all right, now let me in. I did everything I was supposed to do. It's like, <laughs> I'm like, you, you did not potty that fast. No, there's no way. Go catch a mouse. Well, this has been a good episode, Chia. Thank you for coming up with a, a kind of a heavy time. People like them sometimes. Other times they don't, but that's fine. Next week we might talk about something. I awareness. And I think it's true. I like, that's the best thing about having a podcast is like you, we just do whatever we want. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that this week and then next week, who knows? I don't know what our topic can be next week. Right. Sometimes we don't even know until right before we do it, like, right. like tonight. We had no idea what we were going to yeah. talk about. I had no idea. You so, left it up to me, to my own devices. So. Yeah. I think we should do like every other week. Like I'll choose next week's topic and then you can choose the week after. <gasps> okay. No, you get, you got to start pulling your weight. Pull your weight with this, with this show. All right. Are you, do we need to have a podcast about body image? Are you talking about my weight now? Thank you, everybody, for listening <laughs> to this episode of Laugh and Be Blessed with Jake and Chia Rubel. We hope that you guys were blessed from it. Maybe there was a couple laughs. I think there's probably a couple laughs at least, yeah. and hopefully you guys were blessed from it. We love you very much. We appreciate it, and we appreciate your support. We appreciate you just liking and subscribing and whatever people say at the end of podcasts. Thanks for all of that. Um, but most importantly, just thanks for sticking around with us. And hopefully we made your day a little bit better. You made ours better. So, um, you know, go through the rest of this week and just... Laugh and be blessed. Oh, I didn't know it was time for that. Yeah. Laugh and be blessed. You have to say it twice because the I first time you so felt... so awkward You now. felt like the first time was, like, not good. Well, I was like, it was a question. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, is that what I'm saying? And then the second Laugh time... Laugh and be blessed? <laughs> yeah. Like, I was Laugh like, and be blessed? I wasn't sure. Because At least she wasn't like, like suck you it. Know, you normally like lead up to it better, like and remember as oh, it's always. My fault. Yeah. Oh, it's my I, I get it. Yeah, it's my fault. I looked at you. I did the whole counting down like Wayne's World in in my eyes, and you just yeah, they can't see that to you. But you can. It's true. I just like how you did a weird sign off, <laughs> and then you were like, that "Well, was, you messed that up." That was the practice sign off. Everybody, this has been a great podcast. It's been a great episode. We've had fun doing it. We've had fun talking with you, talking about some troubles we've had in the past and where we are now and, and you know, just the things that we've got going on. And hopefully you got something from it. And if you did, just for the rest of the week, remember just to always... Laugh and be blessed. I don't like it. I think well. we should do it again. I think, you know, I think that the... the Wrap it up, Jake. Let's the go. second time was okay. All right. Uh, the first time was rough. The second time was okay. All right. <laughs> I'm not going to make you do it again. You're such an idiot. We love you, people, oh. folks, things. Bye. Planet Earth. Or Mars. People are on Mars, though. Um, that's true. I don't think they're listening to us, though. So. Cool.